This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddling Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessories, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. And the 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the 153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. Let's get this show started. I'm Brad. <laughs> What's up, T-Rex Josh? <laughs> If you guys are listening on uh, the po- uh, podcast format, you need to go on YouTube and watch this because he's wearing like a full head mask and it's a T-Rex. And it's pretty epic. It's it's a raptor, dude, if you need to be technical, bro. I don't care. They all look the same to me. <laughs> it's blue from Jurassic Park or Jurassic wow. World or whatever. G- Zachary, guess what? Zachary picked it out for his birthday present. It was... Uh, so he got a gift card for my mom, and he picked this one of these as his uh, as his pre- birthday present. And um, so, yeah, I've been dealing with this for the past week. And um, yeah, he tries to eat his little brother wearing the mask. And uh, yeah, so that's awesome, dude. Good stuff. Well, man, <clears throat> we got a cool uh, show lined up tonight. We're going to be talking about the Bonafide P127. So I reached out to Reese Melvin here. He's on the Bonafide team. Uh, he's uh, had some seat time in it. So we're going to dive into the kayak and uh, talk about it, man. What's yeah. up, Reese? Welcome to the show. It's good to be back, man. Yeah, return guest. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm excited about it. Excited about the boat and uh, really can't wait to to get in it yeah same here uh, josh has never been in a bonafide but i'm sure he has questions yeah absolutely <clears throat> but yeah, uh i mean i've never been in one but i've 
been around you. You've got yeah. one, and yeah. I've we worked the show with it and stuff like that. So I mean, I've never got to fish out of one. We always talk about fishing out of each other's kayaks, and then we end up fishing instead and worry yeah, about that. That's the way it goes usually. Yeah. 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 Yep. Well, you know, been... me and um, who was it? Maybe Chris Anderson. But we've been talking about doing some challenge videos where you got to fish with the, uh, or no, I'm sorry. It wasn't Anderson. It was me and Dylan. Uh, me and Dylan were talking about doing challenge videos, but you got to fish out of the other person's kayak and they get yeah. to pick your baits. Like you only get like oh, you yeah. five baits and that person picks it and then you switch kayaks. That'd be fun. But then I, I have a feeling Dylan would pick a jerk bait and I'd be screwed. I'd get scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! Yeah, it's supposed to be fun, man. This isn't supposed to be like competitive and like, <laughs> oh, I need to catch as many fish. It's supposed to be kind of goofy. Like, yeah. I, we both have some crazy baits because I used to do that mystery tackle box subscription, so I have some baits oh, yeah. that I'll never oh, use. Crazy stuff coming in this, man. Yeah, yeah, some really like I have this like like 15 inch like uh top water walking bait like i'm like what is that for like barracuda i'm like i've fished with that in ohio i don't understand dude uh, but uh so him and i were gonna do some videos like that i thought it would be fun to kind of mess around and then you had to fish out of each other's kayak and only use you know their gear and that kind of stuff so but yeah, yeah be, it's, it's more cool. for fun than anything yeah that'd be cool um yeah man let's uh get into this reese i know you we we mentioned your return guest uh just we we've gotten a lot of listeners since then uh, yeah, just let people know who you are and stuff yeah so i'm reese i'm from uh, columbia south carolina um and i'm part of team bonafide uh paddle style outfitters um been blessed to be a part of it with them for about two three years now so it's been awesome and love the bonafide brand been with it for a long time and super excited about what they got coming um yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. Heck yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, you were also at ICAST. How'd that go? Yeah, oh yeah, man. It was awesome. That was my first one, and um, there wasn't quite as many vendors from what I heard as there normally is, just with everything going on. But it was still a blast, man. A lot of cool, cool people meeting Bill Dance and people like that. That's that's awesome. So yeah, yeah. Bill Dance, uh, that dude cracks me up. He's a character, man. <laughs> I don't know if you guys listen to the Tackle Talk podcast, but uh, he had Bill Dance on, and some yeah. of his stories he talked about, man, I was like, that was a good show. Yeah, I bet. So, did you get to meet uh, the Paddle and Finn, uh, 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 Brian? I yeah, yeah, to... I saw Brian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of what I was saying, dude. Your boss, <laughs> you know, uh, Paddle and Finn, um, uh, that guy, you know, who kind of started. It. Uh, oh, Rock Town's janitor. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it. So, Reese, uh, yeah, did you see Brian? Brian was all over the place. He was a new canoe. Yeah, yeah. We, we crossed each other a few times and, you know, talked. And, and he's good seeing him. That was my first time actually seeing him. We've we followed each other for a while now. So it's cool. That was another cool thing about it, man. Just getting to see people, you know, you only see on social media, getting to see them in person. That's, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. And Reese, how old are you? I'm 20. 20. How long you been kayak fishing? Oh man, kayak fishing. Uh, going on about eight years. I got my first kayak when I was about 12. So nice, man. You've been yeah. at it for a long time. Yep. Okay. 
That's about so, as long as I've been in it. That's crazy. How, how long have you been in a bonafide? So I've been in a bonafide for about three years now. So. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Sweet man. Well, <clears throat> let's uh talk about this P one twenty seven. That's what the show's all about. Um, what? Yeah. Um, what's up? It is. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Talking about the. The P-127 again? I thought it's beating a dead horse, Brad. Are we going to talk about how everybody wanted to make fun of it? Or everybody no. didn't make fun of it? No. No? All right. No. I, no, we'll stay. We, we'll I didn't make fun of it. I like Bonafide Kayak, so. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I, I thought, I mean, we've all been waiting for it, right? Mm -hmm. And I think what was kind of weird was how, um, I don't know. I, I was almost halfway convinced that they weren't, they wouldn't do it. Yeah. They wouldn't come out with the pedal drive because Luther kind of was like, uh, you know, back in the day, he was like, I don't know. I don't know. But then when you see the move and, um, all the companies combined and that, then you were like, all right, now mm -hmm. it's, now it's a possibility. But, uh, I'm interested in hearing what Reese has to say about this boat because, you know, it's uh, it's been a long time coming. A lot of the bonafide faithful have been like, please, 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 please make a PDL version, you know? So, heck yeah. Uh, Reese, how, how long have you known about this exactly? Um, I, I didn't really get to see it until that photo shoot, which we did really a few weeks before. Um, we, we knew kind of that there was one coming. We didn't know a whole lot of details, but I kind of got, got a first little look at it for that photo shoot we did. Um, a couple weeks before getting ready for iCast. And um, I mean, I, I was blown away by it. I, you know, when you hear it coming, you know, you can only envision all these things and what it would look like, um, you know, with a pedal drive, but it, it, it exceeded my expectations and it, it, it's, I really like what they did with it. So um, I just like, I love the layout of it. Um, it just works really well. So. Yeah. I know a lot of people, they're comparing the Bonafide to the native. So we're going to hit that a little bit. Uh, personally, me, when you see the hull, it, it, it screams bonafide. Yeah. The yeah, only it, thing that looks, looks like a native like to a me. One, it looks like a 127, SS-127. Like, yeah. it literally looks like it just has a drive in it. That's why I was asking Brad, like, last week, like, like what is there a hull, you know, differences, that sort of thing? Because to me, looking at it, it's ss 127 yeah. I, I i that is it that's to me but yeah oh well you know. like yeah look, talk about the the whole design a little bit i know they uh it, it's a brand new hull i mean it has similarities to yeah. 127 but what are the differences um differences i mean it's it's built out it's got a much bigger you know opening than your your ss series do you know to fit that drive in um, and of course the transducer, I know I had a ton of people asking me about, you know, where's the transducer go? And it's actually a little cavity in front of the drive. So where the drive drops down in, there's a little cavity where you can put your transducer. Um, and those are, you know, and of course the rudder in the back, that's a little different about it, but it really has that same kind of cathedral style hole that, you know, the Bonafides were known for, especially mm -hmm. if you look at it from the nose. Like, I mean, the nose to me looks really, really, really similar other than the rod tube protectors, I mean, it, it's, it's almost identical to what, you know, what we're used to from Bonafide. So it has the same grip in the front um, and, and stuff like that. So it's very similar from what I could see to, to a Bonafide hull. Of course, it's built, you know, designed for pedal drive. But 
Right. Hey, yeah. I, I noticed you, you mentioned uh, the rudder design and stuff. I, mm -hmm. I did look on the underside of it, some pictures, and it mm -hmm. kind of looks like it's a little different. It, like the bottom looks a little bit more rounded. Yeah. Yeah. So it has a little bit more of a rocker on it, you know, a little bit more than that flat, you know, bona fides, bona fides are always flat, but it's still pretty relatively flat. Um, mm -hmm. But that rudder on the back, man, that thing is sweet. I, I really love that rudder. Um, it, are they, they using the yak attack rudder? Um, so I don't know if it's necessarily a yak attack. It's called the uh, spring blade. And that was the, I think it's called the switchblade rudder is what mm -hmm. they call them. Um, similar names. Um, yak attack may be making it. I'm not hundred percent sure, but um, that I, I really love that rudder. It, it exceeded my expectations when I saw it. Um, just that and it's really unique in that from what I, I haven't seen any other boats that really have that feature where the, you know, it kicks down like that. It's not like, you know, you're just traditional inline rudder, like a lot of you know other brands have. It's just one that can kick down and it really helps the turn radius almost being a 13 foot boat. You know, those boats aren't going to turn super fast at all. And it, it really helps it, you know, get where it needs to go and turn. So. Yeah. I, I know a lot of uh, people they're worried about, it being too much like a native for that reason. Cause a mm -hmm. lot, there's a lot of people out there that worry yeah. that the, uh, they use the native rudder and people don't like it for some, whatever reason. I'm not sure why, but yeah, I mean, and honestly, you see in that top picture up there where like you see the power pole. So that, that actual, the, the, the turning steering, or the, the wheel basically where all your cables come into, that's a completely different thing from what the natives have. Um, so it has, it's completely, you know, redesigned um, compared to what those have. Um, and it, it, it's improved from what I've been told um, compared to those. I don't know about the natives, but, um, but apparently that's re and improved and, and uh, completely different. So I know a lot of people are saying, oh, it's the same steering thing as, you know, natives. It's not, you know, it's completely different. The only thing it's, you know, similar is, you know, your turning handle and, you know, the pedals. And that's really the only thing on the boat and, and, people call it, you know, a native drive and it's not really a native drive because it's actually, mm -hmm. you know, hurricane liquid logic, which are all big adventure brands. Um, yep. so it's not a native drive necessarily. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't know if people expected them to go out and reinvent the wheel, but you know, that's a proven drive over 10 years on that drive they've had into it. And, you know, I think that, you know, that would have been pointless waste of time to just go out there and try to reinvent, you know, something that's already proven. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, you know, I, I really love the way, it, you know, it's all come together on that boat. So I don't know about you, Josh, but I've, I've uh, fished out of the native Slayer Max and I did get to try the, per, excuse me, the Propel last year. I, I liked it. It was a nice yeah. drive. I mean, yeah, yeah. I had no issues. I have no experience with it, but um, what Reese kind of mentioned, like, and we talked about this last week. Why why try to design an entire new drive system when you've just partnered with a company that has one that's been in the works for quite some time, you know? And and it's like we talked about before, Brad. Like, uh, there's a lot of hate that goes out towards some of the kayak companies from other brands. Certain people represent brands and they want to talk smack about other companies and issues that they had, but yeah. When it really comes down to it, every company has its problems, man. Every mm -hmm. company has failures at some point with their products. It is impossible to create something that is going to be perfect for everybody. And mm -hmm. most of the time, 
everybody rants and raves when their stuff happens <laughs> and they do it online and then you get everybody chiming in and yeah their two cents but bonafide made a smart move um in my opinion is to just there it is we've got the drive system let's design it um you know let's I don't, you know, is it tweaked at all differently or is it exactly the same drive? Um, from what I've been told and see, you know, cause we've had, we have native at the kayak shop and where I work and it's from what I can see, it's the same drive. Um, I don't so then the kayak just had to be redesigned around that drive, right? Yeah. yeah and, pretty much. I mean, it makes it, uh, you think about it, the amount of money that would go into a remold, Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's going to be a lot less than the research oh, yeah. and development you're going to pump into trying to create a new drive system. And then you could have the issues like Jackson and then you have Hobie having, you know, when you have these first generation, first couple year drives mm -hmm. and, you know, they start going through the paces and you get a wide variety of different types of uses and frequency and abuse. And then you start seeing things fail. Yeah. You know, and and then, you know, like Jackson, man, Jackson took it hard on the nose, man, when it came to replacing those drive systems. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're still replacing them, you know, yeah. and um, it's uh, it's just that's the nature of the beast when you try to design something first gen like that. Um, mm -hmm. I won't buy anything first gen. I've yeah. learned my lesson at this point. It doesn't matter whatever it, whatever it is. Like if it's a phone, I'm like, nope, I'll buy the year, you know, the model. Mm -hmm. before i knew not like buying things that just came out brand yeah. new but that's just me yeah, I hear that. Um, but i think i think what's cool about it was it's just it was a smart business move um you know overall and i you know i i think i like the natives um i was real close to getting a, a slayer max i thought about it um, it had a good price point you know it wasn't going to break the bank like you see with hobie you know up way up there at five the five thousand dollar range and stuff like that as much as like like hobies i like them all to be honest with you guys like <laughs> like i oh, like I do too i like yeah. just about every kayak brand i'm like dude i like the hobie oh that modified <laughs> sweet i'm like that jackson's cool you know i've been paddling jackson's from the start and i will never not paddle one like i will always have a jackson mm -hmm. for a paddle kayak for the river i love them i they just they suit my needs um <laughs> And, you know, I've been with Brad and I used to laugh because his kayak was so sweet and he had all this stuff. But then I'm like, oh, we got to move Brad's kayak <laughs> back out of the river, you know, and Brad puts everything inside of his kayak. So it goes from yeah. being like 90 pounds to 105 pounds real fast. And um, the first time Brad and I, I tell this story all the time, first time I fished with Brad, I didn't realize that he did that. And I slipped and fell carrying his kayak and just Ooh. straight dropped it straight. I mean, it was like, boom, like boom, five, <laughs> off the ground, straight onto the ground. Yeah. And um, that was funny. But, you know, it's just I, I don't I don't understand the hate, man. I really don't. I don't I don't get it. But 
I'm I'm proud of what you guys did, Reese. I I think it's kind of cool um, to see them do the pedal drive, even though they kind of were hinting they were hinting for a long time that they may not do one. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think they surprised quite a bit of people when they yeah mentioned it. I saw so I, I follow Justin Floyd on Instagram. I saw one of his uh, stories on IG, and he he quickly panned across i saw this boat in the background i was like what is that he didn't even reply back <laughs> yeah but i sure, had the pedal sure drive i'm sure he got a lot of those uh, <laughs> a lot of people you know dming him asking what what was gonna come but yeah uh i do gotta say this though because you see so many comments in the owners group people like they should have made a retrofit for the 127 yeah. guys they can't do that yeah I can't I can't tell you how many times I've seen Dave Omer say, guys, we can't do it. Yeah, just that it, kayak was not designed for it. Yeah, it just puts too much stress on that little, you know, hole that was made to hold a transducer pot. You know, it's not made to propel the entire boat. And then, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. Then how are you gonna turn the boat? You know, when yeah. when that boat was really made for the feet steering, you can't if you're gonna pedal, you can't steer with your feet, you know. So there's all kinds of stuff that just it just doesn't make sense to, to go back and, and do that on that. So, yeah. Yeah. And you got to beef up that whole area too, right? Like yeah. classic to put that pod in, you're, you're not worried about thickening the plastic yeah. in that area, but with the drive system, you're going to need to, cause if you don't, it's just right. going to flex. And yeah. Um, that's what I was going to ask though. It kind of leads into my next question was, is there or has there been thought of of a pod system to be able to drop in there then that way you know you could pull the drive out and have the p127 as like you know a shallow water boat or whatever um yeah not that i've heard of i don't i don't no idea to be honest um pretty much i mean i know people who who run other boats it just be pretty much just leaving the drive you know in the truck and just leaving that little cover on that would kind of be, you know, what I would, I would think would be the fix to that. Um, cause you can, you can paddle this boat just like, it's very similar to a 127. Um, yeah. I believe it's like, like almost, it's less than an inch wider. You know, it's really, you know, not that much different from the bonafide. So you can still paddle it. You know, you can just pop that drive out and leave that little black, you know. Oh, okay. So um, yeah. that's my fault, man. I thought totally that the the drive system was a lot bigger profile than what it really is. No, it's like, actually really small. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In really my head, yeah, in my head it was like, you know, kind of right. like you know how the Jackson one's kind of crazy yeah. big down there and then mm -hmm. they made right. that pod system for the big rig. Mm -hmm. Um, then you could just drop it in. So I was kind of thinking along those lines, but that looks, that looks clean, man. Yeah. That looks good. Yeah. I, I really like that. And I really love that being able to take your pedals out. So if you are, let's say running a motor guide or running a torpedo where you may not need that drive, you can take it out and you can still, you know, have your boat and not, you know, just, you don't, it doesn't leave a big opening in, in your, you know, the center of your boat. So that's, that's a really cool thing there. Just being able to to, it's a very versatile boat. That's, you know, the best word I can use to describe it is, you know, you can paddle, you can pedal it and you can power it, you know, all different kinds of ways. So, um, a lot of different options on it. Yeah. Brad, do you have a picture of the front of the kayak? Yeah, I can probably find one. Um, but so 
so far you've been in it you've spent some time in it how's the uh performance of it performance of it man it's it's a really fast boat from you know what i'm used to in a you know bona fide they're not you know they're stable boat but they're not going to be the fastest boat that's just the nature of a, a stable boat you know um but i really you know it was a quick boat you know i could really get it going pretty quick and um i just that was the first pedal drive boat i'd ever been in and man, I absolutely loved it. Being able to, you know, instantly reverse myself off of stuff and, you know, fish pull me into a laydown or something, I can instantly reverse off of it. Um, that's, you know, awesome. And just, you know, the turn radius is really good for being an almost 13 foot boat. You know, it's not going to be turning on a dime like a 10 foot boat would, you know, doing circles. But, you know, with that, with that rudder, I mean, it turns, you know, really, really well. Yeah. If it's anything like the Slayer Max, uh, that thing, I, in my opinion, that thing turns great too. Uh, mm-hmm. My buddy was doing circles around my 127 last year, and he was probably a foot from both ends. So as you know, 15 foot turn radius. Right. So, I mean, in my book, that's pretty good. Yeah. The only for all, a 13 foot boat, yeah, almost thir- you know, th- 12 and a half to 13 feet. You know, those aren't going to be very maneuverable boats just by nature of them yep uh josh here's that picture of the front you wanted to see get this in here right there i don't say anything you don't see it all right so is that a trolling motor mount yeah so that is a a four bolt pattern it'll fit you know i think chad even mounted a power pole up there um you can put a power pole you can put you know your motor guide and that's a really cool thing about it is you don't have to go out and buy that extra, you know, third party, you know, bracket to fit or anything like that. You can just, you know, you know, pretty much bolt on as is, you know, off the, off the floor, your motor guide, you know, any kind of motors or anything like that. And I mean, it's, I just love how clean it is, you know, that you're able to do all this without having to, you know, spend extra money to go out and get, you know, a mounting bracket or anything mm-hmm. like this. Or, you know, so, and, and it's same things on the back, um, very similar to that plate. Um, but yeah, I just, I love all that, the, the versatility of all the stuff on, it, you know, yeah. just to do, to do everything. So. Yeah. That, that's one of the things that I don't really care for about the, the motors on kayaks is having to buy all this extra bracket yeah. and the quick release bracket. And hey, it adds up quick. Yeah, it does. It does. But you, yeah, you I mean, it kind of goes with the, the the whole concept, though, Brad. When you think about it, it's the same way with boat, regular boats. You know, yeah. like you have oh, to yeah. buy all kinds of brackets. And um, I think I think what's cool about the uh, the new P one twenty seven is, and it goes along the lines of what Bonafide's been doing for a long time, is that they put a lot a lot of thought into the design of the kayak overall Absolutely. and they really really keep the angler in mind you know mm-hmm. um they've always been brad and i've always talked about like how awesome the bonafide seats were you know and mm-hmm. they kind of set this bar for it and then you saw a lot of other companies start upgrading their seats and making mm-hmm. them more comfortable right. once that bonafide come out but um the uh the whole overall layouts every time you know what the one you know the ss 127 has been almost virtually pretty much the same boat since it first came out right Mm -hmm. like yeah it's not changed really and that goes to say a lot because it's like hey we don't need to improve this because kind of already thought of it um 
I had a, did have a question in regards. We were talking about the steering. Um, mm-hmm. How is what's the steering controls like? And do you have the options to steer left and right? You know uh, I mean? So yeah, it's not a bilateral steering. Um, it's just on one side. Um, I think it's the left, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, it's just you know you're you know just a handle. You know, right to go right, left to go left. Um, with your steering cables running down the gunnel inside of the boat, back to that little steering wheel on the back um, mm-hmm. of the cables. And, you know, it, it, it worked really well for me out there. I had, a, I, I love just being able to, to fish hands free and then just, you know, make a cast, make an adjustment adjustment. And um, yeah, I, I really like that. I like how clean it is too. It's not like it leaves both sides open, not like one side or the other. Um, and you mentioned the seat and something that was really cool on it, which I, I haven't seen ever is they have like a, it's almost like a little hook on the seat and it mm-hmm. acts as like a rod stator. So you can either set your rod down, um, like basically set it up where it'll be sticking up if you're retying, getting the fish off and you can also like stage it down the rod tubes and it oh, secures them like really, really well. That's one thing I was a little worried about because, you know, putting a $200 combo on the side of your boat right there to fall in, that's yeah. you know, a little nerve wracking, but, you know, it, it secured them really well. And that's, I love being able to, to you know, stage rods, picking them up, you know, making yeah. a cast, put one down. And that's one thing I really loved about the, the SS series is how open that was to put rods and had the, you know, the hatch mm-hmm. cover with the rod stagers on them. Mm-hmm. I really love that, but the pedal drive takes that up, but they really yeah. did, did really cool thing things like the hooks on the side of the seat and the rod stagers up in the front yeah that was one thing that when i first saw the old town um the sportsman when they put the flush mounted rod holders in and they put two that are facing you know towards the the, the bow of the boat and i'm like that's a great idea because one in person or i think it's was it is it greg blanchard that i used to see he had a rod tube like that set up I'm like, it's just a great idea where you can not, you can get the the pole, the yeah. line, everything out of your way and be able yeah. to get that fish out of the net. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then when I saw Old Town had done that, and I had, I don't know, there might have been somebody else who has done it, but um, <clears throat> I think it's really cool that Bonafide kind of did it. And they kept, they're like, you know what, let's, we don't have to necessarily put in, you know, a flush mount rod holder in there let's just Mm -hmm. put something that you know is right there you know right i i I, want to brad i can't wait till you get one of these or you get you know (laughs) you could demo one because i'd be really interesting to see how it works you know because Mm -hmm. i could see what reese is saying like it's kind of daunting you look at and you're like oh man i don't know if that's gonna that's gonna sit like you want to but you said it's surprisingly secure yeah it is yeah I, I did not realize that the seat had those hooks though until you just said yeah, it's, it's really it's really just a small thing and you, you don't notice it and you kind of if when you don't when you look at it you don't really notice what it is mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's it's a really cool feature and I think it even has a little bungee over it so you can even you know strap nice. the rod butt in um, yeah it's super secure surprisingly I really really like that feature that was one of those little small details mm-hmm. that put in that really made a big difference for me so Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right. 
and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com That is real cool. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So we, we mentioned the seat quite a few times. Let's talk about that. Uh, it's a redesigned seat. It's not the yeah. same as the traditional 127. Uh, what's so different about it? And is it just as comfortable? Um, it was just as comfortable for me. I, it was still super adjustable. You know, that was one thing about that high rise seat that was in the SS series boats is it was super adjustable. You know, you could adjust your lumbar, you can just, you know, you, bottom of the seat. Um, but they had to redesign it because it just, it wasn't wide enough. It just didn't work with pedaling. You know, I, I think they said, somebody said that like, it was just way too tight with pedaling and it just, it didn't, it didn't work well. Um, so that's kind of where the, the redesign of that seat came in. Just, it, you know, just fits better with pedaling, you know, mm-hmm. that other seat wasn't designed in mind to pedal. You know, this seat is wider and just works better with pedaling. Gotcha. For you big booty dudes, there, trying to... <laughs> uh, it was all right just to squat and sit and paddle. And now you're gonna get them thighs in motion, man. You well, better have some room. I, yeah. I was I was gonna mention the the, the bigger guys in the uh, owners group. They're always talking about how the seat, uh, yeah. the bars yeah. on the seat, always pinched them. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You're Reese. You look like a skinny dude. So yeah. <laughs> I, this might be a dumb question, but um, this usually <laughs> happens with people when they're not big. But if you, you know, if you've got some weight and then you are actually, you know, you're pedaling hard. Uh, I you I had this experience with Jackson. Jackson was really bad, and notorious for it. But are you feeling any slippage in your straps in the seat when when pedaling? Um, no, not at all, really. Um, I, I didn't feel any of that at all, to be honest with you. Um, just it felt really good, and I was—I felt like I was really able to get a lot of momentum and pedaling. You know, that's one thing I was always thinking about: was like, how would it be like getting momentum with pedaling? You know, would you feel like you're slipping in your seat? But you know, I really, you know, didn't didn't feel any of that, and it just pedaled really, really strong. I feel like I was able to really get, you know, a good stride going with it. Um, and I, I was able ergonomically correct. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <In> technical terms. <laughs> no. Don't don't let him act like he's all smart. He can't spell it. So don't hype him up. He's like ergonomically. <laughs> hey, <laughs> just because I have a bunch of typos in my text message, text messages to you doesn't mean I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, but I'm yeah, like Jackson was notor is notorious for like right. their strap slipping from mm-hmm. the pressure that you right. put on. Uh, the seat um, on the the back of it, and uh, so like uh, my big rig, dude, it was hilarious. Like, it'd be going, and it'd be like twenty minutes of pedaling, and then I'm like, everybody, you just laugh because you're like, dude, I'm about ready to lay down. Like, I'm totally, like, <laughs> yeah, like, pull back up and start all over again. Um, yeah, that would be annoying. But I mean, I ended up just tying them off. You know what I mean? I got mm-hmm. it to where I wanted it, and then knotted it, and just called it quits but and I'm, i think there's i've heard some other crazy stuff that people did they just put something on the strap to keep it from yeah like, pulling through but um you know it's it's kind of crazy when you it, that's just one of those things though you think about it like even in the design process of a kayak you know that might not be have anything to do with 
like something wrong with the seat, except for just maybe the material is just weird for the strap and it just slips. Yeah. And it doesn't slip though until you get that certain pound of force mm -hmm. from using a pedal drive. Right. Because you know? I've never owned, a, I've never had that issue paddling any of their kayaks. Yeah. It wasn't until uh, the, the paddle or the pedal drives were, you know, yeah, basically mm. brought into that kayak and, I don't know. It's kind of crazy, but oh, I know. I know. I know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, the seat. So, like a traditional like pro propeller type kayak, their seat is like slightly angled backward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is the yeah, modified I, like that? Um, it it honestly maybe a little bit, but honestly, it wasn't enough for me to really notice or feel like I'm like you know leaning back or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, it it really. You know, didn't I didn't feel much of it like an angled seat. It felt pretty pretty level. Um, nothing more crazy than the with the SS. You know, it felt you know similar you know style. You know, the seat with that. But right, yeah, yeah. It, only reason I ask is because I, I spend a lot of time sitting on the front of the seat on the one twenty seven. Yeah. Oh man, me too. I'm, I'm sitting like... on the edge of my seat the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's and I think it also has to do with just the the angle of the drive too like where where are your pedals set mm -hmm. up right and you know because that is one thing that has to happen mm -hmm. with certain or especially um pro, like propeller style yeah you know with pedals you mm -hmm. get in that you have to almost set it up like the exercise bikes are so yeah what's yeah. that called what is that position called why can't i think of it <laughs> um it's it's something as you know what i'm talking about like it's like a, a certain terminology i think it begins on an r it doesn't matter but um, <laughs> i'm not smart it's, enough it's uh it's that seated position they have bikes like that in exercise rooms brad yeah and there's a certain name for it and i can't think of it but um anyways but you do have to have that kind of angle at it because if you yeah. don't you're gonna have that you're actually gonna have the sensation of slipping forward right and if you're not seated back and it, it just it's probably easier on your back or something weird too right. but, oh yeah but yeah some of them are ridiculous like <laughs> some of you look at it you're like oh look <laughs> at that dude it looks look, he looks like he's in a low rider or something you know? <laughs> that's that's why i ask dude yeah. just like lean back chilling you know <laughs> yeah you mentioned the seat and being able to adjust it and that was one thing i had somebody ask me so oh i have to be like six foot to pedal this thing i was like no I'm five eight. Anybody can really pedal this thing. I mean, the adjust the length of adjustability on that seat is is awesome. They have a track on it where you know you can just move it and adjust it on that, and it really is a lot a lot of room for just you know to adjust. Um, so I thought that was really cool and good for me because you know I'm not I'm a vertically challenged person, so making sure <laughs> I can reach that is important. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, uh, so are, are those uh is the seat being bolted down with like some kind of like screw mechanism i guess or not yeah, it, it's just like a like a t-bolt you know you have your like, yeah your thing that slides on the track and then you screw it down you know, with the knob with metal gear tracks too or aluminum yes yep yeah nice you can't, there's you can't put plastic on that well i think new canoe does my fa my fat ass would push myself right out of the gear track dude <laughs> Well, like, I, the only reason I ask is because New Canoe, I think, has plastic. Do the, they really? I think so. Must be some serious not nylon. Because I would, I would have trouble trusting that. Like, just the force of 
your body weight and you pedaling, it better have metal gear traction <laughs> if it wants to last. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're metal. And also when you said gear track, um, so there's behind the seat on each side, there's actually room now for the landing gear, which is mm. something very, very new for Bonafide. You know, it's been something that, you know, you can't do because, you know, it voids your warranty and just mm. you run that risk of pulling the tracks out. They got some supported tracks back there that are strong enough to hold, you know, the landing gear, um, mm. which is cool. I'm excited about too, because that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm playing the cell in my trailer now after, after using it. So really? Yeah, and just huh. I, I, I like the, the idea of being able to just throw it and going, you know, just yeah, simple and fast. Yeah, that, that is nice. I, I know, like you mentioned, it voids warranty on the 127, the SS127. Um, right. I'm, I'm glad they added it to yeah. P127. I've always liked landing gear, but I've never pulled the trigger on any kayak because I always see those horror stories of yeah, people ripping them, you know, and I'm like, eh, I don't know, but they, I they have said they put extra plastic in those spots to beef it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like backing plates too. Yeah. And the type of track is also different than your typical, like than the SS, you know, series tracks were on up there. They're actually tracks that can hold, you know, that weight from the top. So they're a different style of track. Um, that's just stronger for that purpose. That's cool. Gay bonafide. Somebody's, <laughs> somebody's listening. Dude, I've been talking about this for the past few years because yeah. the boon, the whole, uh, why did I just forget? Why am I forgetting everything tonight? The whole Boondocks uh, landing gear, like thing, is a great, 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 great idea mm-hmm. uh, because I hate, I love my C tug, but I hate it at the same time. <laughs> um, and there's nothing that is just really better than the option to be able to drop those things down and walk out and pull your kayak right up out of the water and just mm-hmm. go. Yeah. It, it will cut down on all the complaints we see about kayakers and or boaters at the boat ramp, you know? Um, and it's just, it, I've, I've been like, I've been sitting there wondering why nobody has designed like just their own, like setup, like their own wheel system like that. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, I know it takes a lot of money to like, you know, remold and do that. But I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, you guys should be jumping all over this or at least doing something to where you beef it up. Because I think there's only other, one other company that we've seen that's been doing that. And who is the other one, Brad? Who's other, Who else has got it? And you can buy Is it New Canoe? What, or for the landing gear? Is it No, Native. Native. So yeah, native, native, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Native. Um, so you yeah. got native and bonafide now. And it's just, it's a brilliant idea. It's just like, you guys, this is a great system. It's just the boats aren't built to handle it, you know? So it's right. like, here we go. Like, let's let's work together and see what you guys come up with. And or if you're not gonna go along the you know, boondocks and just make a system for it to be mounted to like, you know beef everything up, come up with your own design. You know what I mean? Like do something. I mean, the only thing that we've seen that semi integrated like that was the, the BSB with the blue sky, you know, like th- that system was a great idea, you know? And I'm like, how hard would that be just to kind of like, Hey, we do, we should make this change. Cause we could probably charge this much, you know, add that into the price with the kayak, you know, cause you know, it wouldn't be cheap. <laughs> It'd be like probably, right. 
two or three hundred dollars extra, at, at, you know, added on. But that's what the cost of that boondock system is, you know. Yeah. Uh, the it's boondocks all- don't come with this kayak, though. No. Yeah, the landing gear does not. So the only thing is the, uh, which is actually pretty cool, is and I think one of the pictures you had up shows it is it's like a little rod, or, uh, sorry, paddle clip with a mighty mount on it. That's a gear track accessory. So that comes with it, and that's how you'll be able to store your paddle. And you know you can put any kind of yak tag accessory in the mighty mount, which is super cool. And I thought it was a really good use of space rather than having to mold anything into the boat. It's just something that literally clips on. Yeah, up there, the top right, I think, picture. Yeah. Um, you can see just – you can clip the paddle in, and it has a spot. Put, you know, your camera mount, rod holder, mm-hmm. any kind of, you know, T-bolt accessory, um, which is super cool, and I thought it was a super good use of space. Um, and it also comes with the hatch bucket as well, which that was something that did not come with the SS series, but that's where you can store your battery, and there's actually, like, a molded-in um, – kind of like trench for the wire to go from the transducer hole to that. So it doesn't, you know, stick up on the deck. And I think you can actually put like a, um, like a pad eye or something over it, which mm-hmm. will hold it down. Um, it has like a molded in spot for it on that. Um, and I think we tested it out. I think you can fit like up to a 54 amp Dakota lithium in the mm-hmm. front hatch. Um, so it's a pretty good, pretty good size hatch. Um, and just, I love how it, and I think you can see on that bottom picture, you can barely see on the top lip of that hatch um, where that wire will, can come through. Um, right. So yeah. yeah. So that's where the wire will just run down in. You can rig the battery, all that kind of stuff, and it just keeps it nice and, and tucked away. Yeah. Hey, little stuff like that is what I love, man. Yeah. That that little trench for the wire to go into. Yeah. I did this. I did something similar when I had a new canoe, and they didn't have the little trench there. I would just shut the lid on the wire, and you know it would bend the wire. And what I did, yeah. You 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 never know if you get a short in it from doing that or not after long periods of time. But but yeah, man, stop Uh, hulking on your wires, bro. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do want to talk about under the seat here. So there's not a uh, junk drawer on the 127 is that oh, something are you guys sad no <laughs> like that was a highlight of that boat for a long it, time it was nice but was at awesome. the same time it, it's nice but at the same time i found myself not really pulling it out to use it so yeah I'm I, always, I always access it from the side like i just yeah. get where i'd be packing stuff in it that was too tall to like open up so i just like reach in from the sides um but i think the re i don't know exactly what but i I feel like the reason why is you can't actually like pull out all the way because of that drive system. Mm-hmm. You know, it extends so far into the deck that I feel like it wouldn't really be any kind of purpose to put a drawer, a slide out drawer there. Yeah. Um, I kind of like it. Not yeah. just from looking at the picture. I haven't used it yet. Obviously right. but just by looking at the picture, I kind of feel like I like it better without the drawer. Yeah. Yeah. I like having that space just to put, you know, lunchbox, you know, water jug, camera stuff, all kinds of stuff like that. It just it's a good a good open area just to stuff stuff like that you can get to just by reaching under. Yep, catch board and anything. Yeah. Now yeah. does the uh seat still flip up like that? Remember that, Brian? Yeah. Yours does it. Does um, it still have that ability? So That's it, pretty cool. It does not because it screws into the track. So I gotcha. flip back, yeah. It's only a kick. 
a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't know if um, like it kind of had like a like a hook style system. Right. Part, the other part, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you could use if somebody really wanted a uh, uh, a tray under the seat there, they could uh, go after a yak gadget. Yeah, slide it under there. So, I don't know, man. It's a cool boat though. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to try it out. Yeah, yeah. It's, I can't wait to get my hands on one, man. I think they're saying October is when they're going to be going out to dealers. So, that's, yeah. that's time to be looking. You guys should go get in line at the Bonafide headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to say, go to your dealer. That's what they're going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I am the dealer. <laughs> they're like, uh, we did a podcast on it, man. You owe us. Right. <laughs> like, we'll still buy it. Just sell me one. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But, uh, we'll get them. We'll get them at Loveland, so... Yeah. Hey, Mark was already telling we we've been talking about it. He's like, you think these things are going to sell? I'm like, everybody has been wanting a pedal drive bonafide for a while. Yeah. These are going to sell like hotcakes. Yeah. yeah. And you know what was really shocking though, was where everybody was complaining about the price. Yeah. Remember that we had this conversation last week and I'm like, you guys <laughs> yeah. are crazy. $29.99 for a pedal drive kayak. That's done by bonafide has all the great, Thoughts and innovation in little things like the wire thing going through the hatch or, you know, like beefing up the area for the boondocks landing gear, just all those thoughts, all that stuff that goes into it. And I'm like, and you've got a $5,000 Hobie and you guys are complaining about twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. That's just me, but I think it's got a good price point. Um, you know, obviously we'll see it out on the water and see if, how it holds up, man. You know, um, it'll be interesting. I, I'm excited to see it. Um, how much does it weigh, though? Because bonafides are heavy. Yeah, it's 100 pounds um, whole weight, and I think rigged is like 120. So, Brad, you better start taking roids, bro. Josh, I was going to say that this ain't going to be the river kayak if I do get one. So, I, I'm already looking at river kayaks right now. If I have this, it's going to be lit for the lake. And then I'm going to yeah. probably get like, I don't know. I was looking at a Liska maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I picked up that RS117 for the rivers mm -hmm. this year. I used to have a 107, but I picked that thing up, man. I love it, dude. I love the weight. Just being able to throw it and go. It's, yeah. it's sick. Right, you're gonna. Uh, you keep ch trying to like downgrade your river kayaks, but then you felt he did that, right? He went through and got some paddle kayaks, and then he put a you know XI three on the front of that bonafide, and he's just sitting in current fishing, like you know, with heading you know setting locked, and he's loving it. And I'm like, how are you gonna get out of how awesome that is? Because the instant yeah. you get a bending branches paddle back in your hands, I know, you're trying dude. to fight against the current and you can't keep boat. Well, I actually, I paddled for the first time uh, <laughs> two weeks ago all Please. year long. And Please I had, sore. no, I had a blast. I'm not going to lie. I was like, that was the most, 
that was the most fun trip I had all year on the road. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, I found that too, man. I've used that torpedo so much, but just getting out and actually paddling and stuff is, it's refreshing, honestly. Mm hmm. Until the, the wind blows. And <laughs> like, ah, I just want to snap your paddle. <laughs> no, that, that's the best way to describe it. Refreshing. That's yeah. Dude, me and Brad and his buddy, Justin, and I think was it Chris. No, I think it was just the three of us. Remember when we hit the little Miami river and yeah. that, um, what is that called? It's a microburst that happens with thunderstorms. I can't oh remember. yeah. 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 It hit like right where we were at. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a thunderstorm that formed Reese and a microburst is like where you get that. It's like the weird sudden, like push of air straight oh, down and yeah. then it shoots out of a thunderstorm and it feels like a tornadoes in the area. Yeah. We had one hit literally hit us in the general oh, area that we we're out on the river. It was, but no, it was hilarious. I mean, we were, we were all laughing cause we were like getting like, Blown, blown upstream like yeah, yeah like geez. yeah like we could we would sit there and try to paddle downstream and we couldn't for like a good crazy. 10 or 15 minutes oh my gosh it is what it is though but yeah i agree man that one that uh 117 is pretty good on the river i had one last year yeah so cool man uh let's hit these specs real quick i know we we mentioned uh 12 foot 7 34 inches wide uh, 15.5 inches deep. That's different than the 127, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So you got bigger gunnels to uh, easy, uh, help you hold in those fish while you're measuring on your catch board. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shot weight says hundred pounds, which I believe that's without seat, right? Yeah. Without so seat and the pedal drive. Yeah. Uh, and then 120 pounds, uh, fully fitted with yep. a capacity of 475. Yep. Pretty cool. So here's one of the questions. Do we know what colors they're coming in? It's going to be the uh, the gray color and the venom and camo. So it'll be those three colors. That, that's good. Start yeah. off with start off with three, kind of gauge the interest, I guess. Yeah. I'm what sure they'll come color? out with more next year. What color you want, Brad? I don't know, man. I, I love gray. I, I wish they came out with a red, though. I, it's something about the bonafide red. I love it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I had that photo shoot in the Venom, and I was like, oh, man, I love this color. And then I saw the camo in person. I was like, oh, geez, this is going to be hard. But, <laughs> yeah. That know. Venom Venom looks really good in person. It looks better yeah, than pictures. It does. The, the pictures, I was like, ah, I don't know about that. And then I got to see it in person. And it's it's sharp. It's it looks really good. It does. Cool man. Uh, Josh, you got anything else? No, I think Reese covered a lot of information, man. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you want to uh, let listeners know where they can follow you on yeah. Instagram, Facebook, whatever? Yeah, for sure. So you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's uh, at Reese Melvin Fishing or uh, at Reese underscore Melvin underscore fishing. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, just Reese Melvin. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for the socials. And, but yeah. Uh, sponsor shout outs. Anybody you want to thank? Or yeah. Anything? So, uh, of course, bonafide, um, then had a really cool time being a part of this boat and the launch of it and getting to use it. Um, it's, it's been an awesome experience and super, super grateful to be a part of that team and, and what we've got going here. 
Um, and of course, Palo South Outfitters wouldn't be, none of this would have been possible without for them. That's kind of where I got my start. I work there now, um, was a customer there. That's bought my first Bonafide there. So it's been a super awesome op- thing to be a part of watching that grow and being a part of it. And if you're in South Carolina, you're looking for the new P127, come by and check it out um, when it's available. But bending branches, paddles, and that's that's about it. So. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sweet. Josh, I just realized something while he was talking. He he uh he reminds me of Nate, our uh shop manager. Yeah. Nate's yeah. a young guy. He he loves Bonafide too, and he's yeah. Yeah. good man, good man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, thanks again for listening to the final cast, and we'll see you next week. Reese, thank you again. Brad, I'll <laughs> see you soon, buddy. Sounds good, man. We'll see you guys. See you. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Fin. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Fin on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.